love. But he knew the state's lawyers would argue the law. In particular, 24 words in Article 15, Section 11 of the Ohio Constitution. Only a union between one man and one woman may be a marriage valid in or recognized by this state and its political subdivisions. Jim looked over at the two lawyers representing popular Ohio Attorney General Mike DeWine, a former U.S. senator and prosecutor with eight children and 19 grandchildren. His wife, Fran, baked fruit pies for annual ice cream socials and political rallies. And the couple had opened a school and food program in Haiti, named after their late daughter. As a Republican in Congress, DeWine had voted in favor of hate crime legislation in 2000, but voted against it two years later. In 2006, he had led a push for a federal constitutional amendment that banned same-sex marriage. But his opposition in Jim's case, he argued, was rooted in democracy. I don't have, as Attorney General, the luxury of deciding which parts of Ohio's Constitution to defend, he would tell the Toledo Blade. If the voters of Ohio ten years ago had voted to allow gay marriage and that was in the Ohio Constitution, I would defend that against attack. That is what the Attorney General does. To Jim, the argument sounded more like rhetoric than sound reasoning, particularly since the attorney generals of California, Illinois, and Pennsylvania had recently announced they would no longer defend same-sex marriage bans. John and Jim had spent two decades together, largely removed from the politics of gay rights. But Jim's blood boiled every time he looked at his dying husband. That morning before court, John must have sensed it, too. He whispered to Jim from his bed, his voice weak and wavering, Go kick some ass. Al Gerhardstein arranged his notes and stood up, struck, as he always was, by the elegance of law. The courtroom was the only place where Al's clients were equal to the powerful people they sued, where a poor black man could take on a police chief, a battered woman the domestic violence policies of an entire department. In court, the rights defined by the Constitution were not ideals, but absolute guarantees that apply to everyone, no matter how disenfranchised. Before court that morning, Al put on one of his favorite ties, with pictures of smiling children. He turned to Judge Black and said, The evidence is going to show that these two men are in love, and they've been life partners for more than twenty years. James and John were recently married in Maryland. Marriage... Marriages between same-sex couples are legal in Maryland, but their marriage is not recognized in Ohio. Why is that? Because Ohio doesn't recognize any marriages between same-sex couples. So your argument is not that Ohio has to authorize same-sex marriage in Ohio, but your argument is that Ohio has to recognize another state's law that permits same-sex marriage? Judge Black asked. Al knew from experience that Social progress often came in fits and starts, painfully slow and unaffected by the passage of time. And so he had decided to wage a narrow fight focused solely on Ohio's refusal to recognize marriages rather than the right to marry itself. Standing before Judge Black, the only thing Al would ask for was a single death certificate that recognized the marriage of John Arthur and Jim Obergefell. That's exactly it, Judge, Al said. John Arthur is dying. The evidence is going to show that he has days, or at most weeks, left to live. When he dies, the final record of his life in Ohio will be his death certificate. 
Unless this court acts, the death certificate will not reflect his marriage at all, and will not reflect that his husband, James Obergefell, is his surviving spouse. Al glanced behind him. Plaintiff calls Mr. James Obergefell. Jim walked quickly to the witness stand, raised a shaking hand, and swore to tell the truth. He was grateful for the familiar faces in the courtroom, which included John's favorite aunt, Paulette Roberts, a community theater actress with cropped gray hair and an infectious giggle. Al walked to the witness stand and looked at Jim. I would like you to tell the court just briefly how long you and John have been together and what the relationship has meant to the two of you. We've been together since December 31st, 1992, and it's been my world, Jim said, hoping his voice sounded steady. It's been my life. We've been in a committed relationship since that time, and in our eyes, we are married. Our families love us. Our families consider us married. Our families and friends treat us as a committed married.